Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Hazmat Guys. Uh, we are here in a different format because we're doing something that has never been done before. And in that, you get to never see me on the show. <laughs> so this is phenomenal because I get to look at pretty faces right now. Uh, we had to do this because we've got Cavcom uh, on with us. And uh, when we were talking with them, they were talking about their into communications. They were talking about the, the, the pass-through. And uh, I kind of tried to call him out on it. And I was like, we've heard all sorts of nonsense about other people in the past, noise canceling, things along those lines. Uh, send us the system, and I want to actually hear it for myself. And they did. So for the first time ever, I'm actually not using any of today's audio through our studio. I'm actually using the Capcom system, which, if you don't believe me, well, I don't necessarily want to pick it up. But I have it right here in front of me. <laughs> I am working through the audio and to boot, just so you guys are aware. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Mike's phone blaring some chainsaw music. <laughs> and that is ripping loud and you don't hear it. I don't hear it. I can hear it in my other ear. But we're going to do this with the with the chainsaw music playing the entire time. So we brought on two guys from Capcom. We got John and Nick. Uh, John and Nick, why don't you just give yourself a couple of seconds and tell us who you are and what you do. John, I'm going to turn it over to you. you. You can make the first intro here. All right, great. Uh, hey, thanks, guys, for having us on. Uh, my name is John Baldridge. I'm one of the senior technical specialists with Capcom and uh, on the hazmat demos i'm kind of the guy that shows up different departments across the u.s and i've been involved with uh with you guys in the past and also do a lot with uh just regional hazmat teams and institute communications so glad to be back awesome nick i'm the second guy here uh my name is nick morrill and uh i've been with capcom here oh about 17 years now uh my responsibilities pretty much covers anything in business development and sales side so not like john i'm not out necessarily in front uh of people but you may uh hear me or see me online on the phone and uh yeah we we are here to really help give uh, the world a good insight on some of the new technology that we have uh, for institute communications today. So super, super excited to be here. Thank you guys uh, for having us. It's a, it's a pleasure to finally be a part of this. Oh, it's awesome. And Great to have you guys on. Uh, you know, when I called you guys out and you are bringing what the young people would say, you brought receipts to the table. So uh, this, is, this is really cool. What about, uh, tell us a little bit about Capcom. Give us a little bit of background on the company itself. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Um, no, Capcom has been uh, in business, I want to say it was 26 years this year, in fact. We just celebrated 25 years last year. Uh, started as a very small uh, business, still family-owned and operated, but uh, we started in a garage show approximately 26 years ago. Uh, and uh, we've worked ourselves up to actually a, a pretty good-sized facility, so we consider ourselves to be one of the more well-known companies for uh, in-suit communications. Uh, for various industries, uh, but we are still small. 
uh, but we uh, we do big things with uh, with small company, and uh, we have technology such as talk through your ears that we'll talk more about uh, that really are very very unique to this industry and to Cavcom in general. So, but uh, we are small, but we are very very mighty, and I think a lot of people uh, already know that from having experience with our products, but uh, we're excited to get all those people who may not know who we are a chance to uh, see what Capcom is all about. I love it. And, and you know, one of the things that you said there was this whole talk to talk through your ears. Yeah. I say it in a very New York accent, talk, right? But <laughs> it is talk through your ears. And you guys have been on our show a couple of times in the past. You were on uh, 184 and also 242, but I know that there's newer things that are coming out. And what Mike is actually wearing is one of those newer things. John, could you tell us a little bit more about like what this is going to? Yeah, so uh, what, what Mike has on is, is what we always call our Omni ear set. But the microphone is in his right earpiece. His speaker is in his left earpiece. Um, and so between the two different systems that we have, like uh, if, if it's the 5000 system, he'll actually communicate through his right. He'll receive audio in both of his ears. So you, you can take a team into very high noise. Uh, when he transmits out on a two-way radio, there's no background noise. Kind of like what he's showing with he's running his chainsaw right now when he's talking, we don't hear it. Because there's a hearing protector on the microphone and it drops the decibels by 30 which is pretty loud and substantial. Then we have the other one called Team Talk, which same style ear set, and but it goes through a duplex system. So you're able to have personal communications off a two-way radio or just have a solid two-way radio conversation. So, but the ear set, that's the technology, that's the talking through your ear, not his mouth. So if Mike put on a face mask, he would sound the same now as he does then. If I had a face piece with me, I would absolutely throw one on. Uh, no, I can I can attest, and it's not just the fact that you are able to hear me relatively clearly. I've got the chainsaw going. I can hear it, but the plugs, it, it's not that it's noise canceling, but the seal is so good that I can I can drown out the noise of the chainsaw that's happening, and I can hear everybody through that earpiece relatively clearly. That's amazing. I know I, I so I know I came from my department and my department was like, how are we going to um, bring these comms into my department's radios? Yeah. This new setup addresses that, right? Right. Yeah, it does. It does. Team Talk kind of gives you the best of both worlds, as John said. It's it's really for the for the teams downrange who again have always wanted that capability to have that communication off of the portable right? You got another person you're communicating with. Everybody on the outside world doesn't need to hear everything, right? That you, that you need to say. So Team Talk gives the downrange operators that, that chance to communicate hands-free with each other uh, without the people on the portables hearing every conversation. But through a push a talk button, accessory push a talk button that we marry into the Team Talk system, uh, that gets connected to the portables. So when downrange needs to communicate over the portables. They simply press the push to talk button and that does the transmitting of communication over the portables. Vice versa, when command needs to talk to downrange over the portables, members downrange will also hear that communication through their earpiece as well. So it really helps to separate the two forms of communication to keep everybody communicating in a nice, happy family. It really brings everything together nice. So everything obviously would then come through my one ear 
for both the department radio and the team radio. Correct. Yep, simultaneously. So if you're having a conversation on team talk with, with the other downrange member and somebody from the portable communicates over top, you're going to hear both. Okay, so yep, there's you'll be- a priority. You'll hear two, the two voices at the same time. Yeah, and when you press that button, it will it will designate your transmission across that portable radio at that time. And and that portable button is called Radio Link, by the way. So you may see that uh, adapted into the team talking system. That's the button. That's uh, the button above the blue and red, right? Correct. Right oh, it's cool. All right. So, what? <laughs> that's good. It's funny. Well, it's, sorry, it's so distracting. I have the chainsaw going. I'm sure you guys can't actually hear the chainsaw, but for nope. me, I'm listening nope. to somebody going through wood, so it's kind of like, I'm used to very studio, so I'm like, my DVD is kicking in, I'm like, oh, are they going to tip it up at any moment? <laughs> um, the, the, so, this kind of then encompasses also that, that, that hands-free, we're talking SCBA and suits, so we can, we this isn't just a one or the other. Like I can imagine this system going just fine inside the suits or just fine inside SCBI. Any respirator, any type of respirator. It doesn't matter. Half face, full face, PAPR, level A, level B, level C. doesn't matter whatever you put on the body. Uh, as far as personal protective equipment, the system will work with that. All right. So I, I, how, can you tell me how this works? John. Like, He's our technical guy. Hey, great, great. So she's going to throw it over at me, the sales guy, throwing it to the tech. I'm so used to somebody trying to put something on my throat, and that gets knocked off, and then we can't hear anything. I'm used to speakers on the outside, and that picks up all of the noise, or, or it comes out muffled. So this is, this is just a whole different level. What is going on inside of my ear that okay. this... <laughs> okay, so... Uh, yeah, so, okay, dog collars, right, which is which was World War II technology. We call it the pig. They still have it out there. They keep making that stick on a pig. So what we decided is to take that out of the equation, put the microphone inside your ear canal. This is not this is not bone conduction. This is not, you know, some some high tech military thing that picks up the vibration from your skull when we're talking. We seal off the background. We're not protected. When you talk, pressure is released through your through your your ear. The microphone captures the, the frequency of air because air is moving. It's a frequency, and that's how speech comes out through the you know, the team talk control unit and or uh, when you hit the the body button on the on the on the the uh, the five thousand system, it triggers your your department radio and yeah that's how it works <laughs> through your ear is literally talking through your ear that's correct we named it appropriately that's really it's it's pretty amazing meeting and was like what if we put a microphone inside your ear it's like why did you get out <laughs> in that meeting, like i would just love to know like who was the person that came up with that thought I, I got to say, because I know there's going to be people out there and, and they say, well, Bob sounds, uh, you know, amazing. And, and Mike sounds like he's on a radio because he's on a radio. No. Like I'm on studio grade quality microphones. I can hear Mike amazingly well, uh, considering that he has a chainsaw 12 inches away from his freaking head. Yeah. It's well, like, and, what's, and, and I think what's, what's important to also 
note is that, you know, Mike's the only person on this system. So if you have, if we were all on talk to your ears, we would be hearing each other far better. Right. Yeah, but it's like, amazing. Even out there, like, you know, I, I, Mike said there was the throat collar guys and there's the SCBA on the outside of the face piece. Like, are you guys, there are competitive products, but like you guys are setting it apart because you're going this method. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's been the, in my 17 years here, that's probably the number one wish that we've always been asked is, you know, how do I have separate conversations downrange without everybody on the outside, you know, hearing and then being able to communicate with command over the portables when we need to. I don't, I mean, I know there are some other products that have come out, but not in this form at all. I mean, I don't know any companies that are doing air induction microphones. Like John said, there's a lot of bone conduction microphones. Uh, I don't know any of the company doing uh, air conduction microphones with the addition, you know, with a portable option and a full duplex option. Yeah. So I think, I think it's pretty cutting edge for, for what I mean, I would hope that we know a lot of the the competitive products out there, but I don't, I haven't seen one that does this. Absolutely not. So we're obviously we look at everything from a hazmat point of view. Uh, what other teams could benefit from this? What have you guys seen come to the come to you guys and be successful with a product like this? John, you want to you want to take it? You're in the field. You see end users all the time. I could certainly go, but we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I mean, as far as you know, me being the field guy in our team, you know, we're the ones that go out and do the demo. So you you throw something at us, we're uh, going to send to you in the trial, or we're going to go on site. But you know, I do a lot with like steel mills. Uh, I do a lot with fire brigade within uh, chemical plants. Um, you, you know, they wanted something where a lot of times they don't need to talk on the radio. They want to talk to person to person. And this is this is fulfilling that that desire and that want that need. Um, but we're using this in confined space, multi-level uh, applications. Um, um, I just got the phone with the nuclear industry this morning on this, and they're going. They need to try it out, and they're in the turbine decks, which we're talking 120 dB. That's what it's. It's you. You're not going to hold a radio conversation at that moment, but we can because of how the microphone is underneath your hearing protector in your right ear. I still don't hear your chainsaw, and your mic is hot. I don't hear anything. In fact, if you believe me. Exactly. Well, that's a good. Re- I mean, that's a that's a natural reaction that we get from people all the time. Is is they ask question, you know, of the person who's talking in noise. Are they really where they say they are? You know, I'm standing next to. You know, on tur- by turbine number one. Are you really there? I'm standing right next to it. You know, in this setup that you that you know that that you have, Mike. Really, I mean, this is we call this the hazmat system. I mean, it really is in the in the in the form and fashion which you have to the T. We design it for NCU, but yeah, Team Talk and Radio Link. We have capabilities for those environments that are just dealing with extreme high noise of any kind, right? And or those that are also using respirators. So both are are real uh, are real hindrances to the ability to communicate. So I mean, really use your imagination. We're just starting to discover all the different industries that are really taking to this and wanting to have a specific group on hands-free communication, but still have the ability to use a department radio or a you know facility radio of some kind. So it's it's growing every single day. But it's uh, the team talk hands-free nature is. Unlike anything I've had a chance or the privilege to be able to really experience in my almost 20 years here, it's it's significant. Yeah. 
range are we looking at with the team talk as far as like if i had a team that was an entry team and a backup team and my officer or my resource guy which is kind of who i would want to always be in contact with what are my what are my physical limitations of the communication i'll take that one so on on the duplex system the team talk yeah we're gonna tell you you can go out a thousand linear feet <laughs> Line of sight. So if you're, you know, the command trailer is 500 feet up on top of the hill, team one's going down range. Team one and team two on standby, they could have a duplex conversation because their units are able to see each other. You know, now when we get into like multi-level type stuff and, and signals don't like to bend, right? This system in a different configuration and a different programming, which we can teach you to do over the phone on that, that control unit. Uh, we can push that out even further. We go about 2,500 linear feet, and but that also is multi-level up and down. It's how you have to configure it for the situation, the scenario that you're about to go respond to, and it's something we really are happy about because we can teach you to adjust it within minutes. So you can have simple line of sight, where you can have multi-level and subsurface top-level communications in duplex. John, I, I got a question for you, and this is just a a, a Bobby question that. I need you to explain it like I'm five years old. Like we've said this duplex and simplex. What is duplex and simplex in the simplest terms? Okay, duplex is our conversation that we're all having right now. now Mike can jump in. Bobby, you said something. Nick can come in on the conversation. This is this is duplex. It's an open conversation. Simplex is when we're pressing the button on our portable. Oh, and I took over that channel one, channel two. That is simplex communication. Duplex is our conversation we're having right now. Yeah. Oh, that so that, telephone. That's perfect. Yeah, con conference calls. All that is duplex. duplex. Exactly. Hey. Simplex. Like John oh. said, just to reiterate, the simplex part of that is, I think, of simple. If John presses that button or I press that button and talk, nobody else can transmit. It's a one-way one way line communication. One person transmits, everybody else listens. So why is it so hard for us on the the fire ground or the scene to have duplex communication why isn't that a thing and why is honestly why are you guys the only ones that are really doing duplex why isn't it everybody doing duplex? well listen i i think that there are specific applications and specific people that can that warrant a type of duplex communications you know one thing that you'll find when when people hear about hands-free or live or multiple people hands-free and live is you know they start to think about all the different conversations that are going to happen and all the different things that are going to be transmitted simultaneously and and it really i think for you know everybody on the fire ground to have a duplex by nature would it make everything more natural for everybody to communicate yes but in reality what we're finding is that there's specific applications that warrant that duplex or hands-free communication and we like to think that if something's important enough to say press the button say what you have to say for the whole group and and, and stay off that channel so everybody can communicate safely so i don't know if it's realistic maybe the future will prove us differently but it's expensive it's not cheap uh technology to make and to put it in a package where again the other packages you'll find typically with duplex are going to be in a traditional earmuff style headset with a boom microphone, which you can't really wear under suit very well, right? Or with a respirator, um, you can't you can't pick up the speech through the respirator uh, with the boom mic. So yeah, I think there's definitely room, but I don't know if it's right for everybody. Everybody. Do you guys just do the accessories that tag into radios, or do you do radios themselves as well? Like 
can someone do a, a whole package deal or is it just the team talk just the talk around or the team talk system with radio link typically we are not going to sell uh the radios that it's currently compatible with we are, are not going to sell uh, so we'll sell the team talking the radio link to hook into those specific radios, such as Motorola APX radios, XPR radios. Um, but as far as other packages for other accessories, yes, we do also sell radios, uh, two-way radios that we can combine with packages. So if a team, say, doesn't have radios, they need radios, they're not looking to jump on, uh, you know, the major department uh, system, then yeah, then we can absolutely help for more of the more basic communication needs. Um, so we can, but for radio link, we're not selling those radios currently that are compatible with that. Uh, uh, do you guys, because uh, you know what, we, we, me and Mike were just talking about this yesterday, is that we delivered a class and there was a couple of people that were interested in your, your system. Um, if they wanted them, I mean, do they have to go through a vendor or they go like right to Capcom? Correct. If we if we have if we have our choice, it's always direct. We uh, we want to be the primary source from the sales point all the way into the service aspect of what we do. We we never like it to leave our hands. That being said, you know a lot of times companies are required to go through a specific uh, distributor to purchase product. We can resell through a distributor, um, but the, as far as the end price is concerned, that will be fluctuate. Uh, that will be determined by the distributor, not not Cavcom more than likely. So we always encourage come direct to us. You know, we, we have our hands in, in the manufacturing side of it. We have our hands in the sales side of it, the service side of it. It never leaves our hands. And that's that's the healthiest way to maintain a really good, uh, you know, Capcom product for your, your, for your operations. Stick with us 100% if you can. You have a number or an email address they can reach out to? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Toll free number is 866 547 four nine eight eight uh and for any sales questions i'm going to give you my personal email address you can contact me uh that would be nick n-i-c-k-m as in mary so nick m at havcom inc.com and that is c-a-v as in victor c-o-m-i-n-c.com well, then i will uh thank you guys for coming on and i will leave you guys with this I actually do have one more question, and, and this is because we got like two or three more minutes before we go. And I, I have a question about like, okay, you have a team that has like maybe two or three guys that go downrange. That seems easy. Ten mm -hmm. I, and again, this is just Bobby talking again. Again, is can I have ten guys on a group, or can I have multiple groups? Like I have a backup group, I have an entry group, I have a command group. Can you do that? Or does it actually go by your radio's channel? No, so that's a great question. Yeah, it's an expandable, it's an expandable system, right? So on, on the team talk, you know, the, this this awesome little control unit here is set up with two channels primarily, A and B. I can have you know nine duplex users on A, nine duplex users on channel B. Um, but then I can start adding people to A and B. They won't be full duplex. They'll be simplex because I'm going to make them a shared user and they have to push a button to talk on the duplex conversation. Okay. I can have unlimited shared and unlimited listen 
on that channel A and channel B. Then we can start separating and have, you know, let's just, you know, God forbid there's there's an incident where we've got, you know, 16 different teams that are on site and we all want to be able to communicate. Yeah, we can set this stuff up so that nobody steps on each other's traffic. You can have, you know, this department does their comms, your department, your comms. Um, it, it can be expanded, uh, but it, it takes a, it takes a pretty quick brain and, and, and some, uh, some fast fingers of program needs to get you to that point. But yeah, it can be. This, this ain't analog anymore, Bobby. This is, uh, I know I'm, I'm like you, man, I need this stuff in analog. So it's, it's uh, sometimes just understand. Yes, we can split groups up and it has capabilities. It's all technical, but uh, we can do this. That's I, I'm, I, I, I have one here. I wanted to give you guys the contrast of studio quality. And you might hear some blurbs and burps and stuff coming from mics, but that's real. And that's, you know, I don't know how much of that is artifact of just us jamming it into our studio setups because I've used this with Mike and it is pin drop silent. So more importantly as well, like the audio on my end is super crystal clear. Like honestly, the quality of the audio coming through my ear and hearing you guys I hear everything as if I had my studio headphones on. It it really is truly amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you really you gotta you gotta make the effort to get multiple people in the system simultaneously. Because uh, again, what we're hearing is different than what you'd hear if you had talk through your ears actually in the ears. Um, and I should note too that that we we believe in letting people try before they buy. Excuse me. Uh, so free trials. Uh, if anybody's interested, uh, we're happy to give people the opportunity to try the equipment uh, for a period of time uh, before you try before you buy, I guess. Well, we recommend you guys picking them up. on that And uh, I will say, uh, give my regards to the chef. Thank you for coming on. Uh, and we will definitely catch up with you guys again. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate it. It's always fun. Thanks. Appreciate it. You guys are great.